Hello everyone, welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Asian love. I personally don't believe that there is a specific type of Asian love. Actually, the movies that we're going to talk about today are definitely not typical Asian love. So don't get me wrong, I think you would get it better after listening to the introduction of the first new movie we're going to talk about today. Let's check it out. Aishidelu. Misa is an underground idol and being filmed closely for a documentary. One day, an owner of BDSM club H perceives Misa's potential and headhunts her as a dominatrix. Misa is confused at first, but when she meets the top dominatrix canon, she learns sexual pleasure she never knew. She then decides to pursue a career of both idols and BDSM. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is a Japanese movie and is related to BDSM, a very special field of sexual pleasure, which I can say I know nothing about it, but basically, yes, I know nothing about it, except for that I know it's a sexual behavior that people do in order to gain pleasure through torturing each other with different equipment. That's all I know. And I also know that it could be healthy. I mean, it's not necessarily torturing the other person, but I literally don't know how that works. And I thought this movie is a documentary. At least that's what I introduced in the Mandarin version. But then I realized, oh, the documentary is within the movie. So it's the protagonist that is being filmed in the documentary in the movie instead of this whole movie is a documentary. So that's a very important point. I thought if you go watch the movie, you will see a documentary of how an underground idol also becomes the queen of BDSM. That would be super weird. So I guess that's the charisma of this movie because it sounds so different between an underground idol and a BDSM queen. It's really difficult to imagine these two identities together. But the protagonist decides that she's going to be the top in these two fields. According to the publisher, there will be one sexual scene every 10 minutes. So if you're somebody who's looking for that kind of movie, you can go watch Aishidelu. Of course, Aishidelu is I love you in Japanese, but the official English name of this movie is actually safe word. And in the movie, the protagonist safe word is Aishidelu. So a safe word that I do know is something people say to make their significant other to stop all the movements while having sex. Especially when people are doing BDSM because it might be a little bit dangerous than usual sex. So the first new movie we talked about today really is a different and special kind of Asian love. Now let's listen to the other kind we're going to talk about. Men in Love. 
Hayyir lives a fat life as low-level thug. He then learns that he has a terminal illness and not much time left to live. For the first time in his life, falls in love. The woman's name is Hojun. The second new movie we're going to talk about today is a Korean movie, but it's actually not a new movie. It's a classic re-release. It was released in 2014. And I guess it's only re-released in Taiwan because about two years ago, a Taiwanese version of Man in Love was released and people loved it here. So now people have the chance to watch the original version. Remember I said in the beginning of the show that the love stories we're going to talk about today are a little bit strange? So you can understand BDSM is not an everyday thing for most people. Then how about men in love? Yeah, of course, the protagonist is a thug. You don't meet people who are thugs all the time. But it's a love story, so what's so special about it? I've never seen the original Korean version, but because the protagonist in the Taiwanese version was played by one of the actors that I really like, so I went to watch it. I have to say that I liked that movie very much, but the plot itself, it makes me uncomfortable. Why do I say that? Because I think it gives people, at least to those who don't have any love experiences or men who interact with women in a wrong way, it gives them this concept that, okay, once you are persistent enough, you will get the love you desire, no matter how pushy you were. Or it's like, as long as you have money, you get whatever girl you want. Because in the movie, at least in the Taiwanese version, the female protagonist owed some money to the male protagonist. And so in the beginning, their relationship were like contract-based. She needs to go out with the leading actor. That's part of their contract. If she doesn't want to or she's not able to pay all of her debts right away. So of course she would agree because she has needs. Otherwise she would need to pay the debt. So as a feminist, I don't like the plot. But I heard that the movie itself, I mean the original one, is really good. So if you're still interested, you can go watch Men in Love, the Korean version, this weekend. Now before we move on to top 007, let's review what we had from last week first. Top 3 was Home for Rent. Top 2, the Super Mario Bros. movie. And top 1, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Let's see if there are any changes on the chart. Top 7 to top 4. It's top me. 6, Are You There God? It's me, Margaret. I'm here to speak to you today about your changes. Top 5. Evil Dead Rise Home for Rent Gawin, Ning Wa Tsai Kun Pam Pa Kun Chao Ma Do Ba Na Top 4 Food Club The Next Chapter The Older The Binds The 
Sweeter the Fruit. Oh. Alright, all the movies from top 7 to top 4 this week we haven't talked about. So I guess it's okay if I go through all of them for a bit. First of all, top 6, Are You There God is Me, Margaret. It's not its first week to be on the chart, but I haven't talked about it because I don't think it's going to be released in Taiwan any soon. You can see that it's related to Christianity because it says, Are you there, God? So apparently, it's the protagonist, Margaret, praying to God about something. But the movie itself is not related. Uh, I wouldn't say not related. It's just that religion is not one of the main themes of the movie. It's actually a coming-of-age movie because if you go see the trailer, you will hear a female teacher say this sentence to her group of teenage girl students. She says, I'm here to talk about your changing bodies. So you can imagine that the teacher is probably going to discuss something related to teenage lives, how your body, your voices will change during this period of time with these little girls. And I'm not sure what Margaret is praying about. Maybe she loves a boy. She has some feelings with this boy. She doesn't know how to deal with this emotion. Or she's worried that uh, her body is changing and she doesn't know how to cope with it. Maybe her breasts are growing faster than her classmates and she gets bullied or what. So things like this. I think this is a very suitable movie for teenage girls to watch. They can learn how to deal with their changing bodies and cope with related issues at school. Well, I guess I just ended up talking about Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. So that's good. Let's move on to top 3 to top 1. Top 3, Fast and Furious 10. It's time to prepare for what's coming. You might want to buckle up. Top 2, the Super Mario Bros. movie. We're adorable! <laughs> I got this. No problem. <laughs> Top 1, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. I'm done running. Wow, we have a new face on the chart this week. Although I do want to continue talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. I feel that I need to talk about Fast and Furious 10 because it's its first week on the chart and it's really trending right now. So first of all, this movie, or I have to say this franchise, one of the very big characteristics of this franchise is that the crew will take these characters that people are familiar with and love very much to all over the world. So this time, in the 10th episode, the crew took the characters to Portuguese, Roma, and London. The producer even said that the spirit of Fast and Furious franchise is not to fulfill the imagination and desire of driving fast of the audience, but to see 
all the difficult movements they film all over the world. At the same time, they try to present different personalities within different characters. So this franchise started from street car racing to big scale spy missions and some theft actions. It also keeps the extreme car racing and family and the thrilling excitement action scenes. All these are the core themes and elements of the franchise. And I think that's what the fans really want to watch. And one of the other important things of this franchise is that coming to the 10th episode, it really follows the worldview of this franchise. The director thinks that the theme of Fast and Furious 10 is very obvious and very strong. And he also added a brand new antagonist and some brand new characters in it, creating a more urgent and more real crisis for the story. The director himself is somebody who grew up watching this franchise. You can even say that he worshipped Fast and Furious franchise as if it's a religion. So he tried very hard to compile all the important elements for him in this episode. Although I personally don't want to watch it, I guess I've never seen any movies of this franchise after the sixth episode and I don't highly recommend it. But I do believe that if you are a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise, you don't want to miss this one because everyone who has already seen it all thinks that it's really great. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you like the show and remember to tune in same time next week. I'm Viola. See you next week.